JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. I don't know how I've managed to do this, but I have not only shocked one local service station worker in a week, but two people who've said the exact same thing about my appearance. Not one, but two service station workers are left gobsmacked. Yes. All right, right. I know. What did and you do? You'd think that the shock would be that I was filling up twice in a week. Well, I was hunting the bargains because petrol's pricey at the moment. So you so you went to two different servos. Just So did you go to one servo and not fill up? Um, I filled up at both, but there was a gap between the two visits. But either way, both were men uh, and both were working behind the counter when I went up to pay for my petrol. Okay. And they both said to me, what are those you've got there? What are those you've got there? What are those you've got there? What could that mean? And so I'm looking down what? at myself thinking uh, I'm wearing shorts. You know, I don't often wear <laughs> most, shorts. Could most that- <laughs> call them breasts. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that. That was sort of my, my first reaction. Wasn't that. Wasn't what are shorts. those you've got there? What are those you've got there? Then I'm thinking, oh, no, I've accidentally pinched, you know, the discount chocolates on the counter. Oh, no. no, it wasn't that. Has that happened to you before where you've accidentally <laughs> looked down and gone, oh, no, no. I've got, oh, no, what have I got here? I've no, got chocolate. No, that, they were the closest thing. But um, I've actually brought in what they were referring to okay. to show you. A bit of show and tell. Okay. Have a look. What the hell is this? It's So she's handed over a bag. Mm. And inside, ugh, a pair of stinky footy boots. <laughs> what? What are those you've got there? Both people at the service station were shocked that I was wearing football boots. Oh, so you wore your football boots into the server. I was after footy training. I needed to go inside. Mate, this is an accident waiting to happen. Have you <laughs> walking on tiles in footy boots? What are you doing? It happened twice. You... The second guy happened to be mopping the floor as I walked in. I thought, Mate. oh, no, he's cancelled. I'm just going to try and do the walk where you're sort Jules, of apologetic over the mop floor. I'm going to say this once because you aren't you, – you're kind of clumsy at the best of times. These get – football boots get that slippery on <laughs> tiles, especially in a servo where there's grease and bloody frozen drink or whatever. You will probably be the first brother's bulldog in history <laughs> – that has, before that the start has of the ended season? their career based on slipping over at the servo. <laughs> what else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Yesterday, Jules, I decided I'd go, what the hell is that? There's something sticky over here. Oh, no. Uh, what is it? I don't know what it is. There's something sticky on the desk. It's really throwing you off. Is the rat back? Oh, probably. Never mind. Back to my story. Yesterday, I got locked. I locked horns in battle with a random man in a running competition. <laughs> You locked horns. You it's, locked horns with someone in a running competition. Locking horns is an expression in terms mm. of battling. You know what I mean? Mm. So yesterday I decided to go for a little run along the Bagara Esplanade there. Beautiful part of the job. world. Some people, if you see a sweaty Italian that's struggling to breathe. That's you. That's normally me. However, yesterday I um, I got down there. So I ran down from a place and I got to the main foreshore bit. Yep. And a bloke runs past me. Uh-huh. Pretty seemingly Italian bloke. Right. And he's running. Mm. And so I started running and we're running the same direction. <laughs> You're going, this is my twin. And I'm about 50 metres behind him. And I just know there'd be people driving past going, oh, well, is there something going Is there a little <laughs> battle here? And so I found myself, and I didn't even mean to be doing it, but I found myself trying to keep pace. No. And this guy looked pretty fit. Like He was fit enough that he was running without his shirt on. So he's obviously... 
thin enough that he's uh-huh. confident to be to be running shirtless. Yes, it's like when you rock up at traffic lights and you both stop at the same time, you lock eyes with the person next to you in the other car. You end up in goes a battle. Green. Yeah, you don't mean for it to happen. But, but it, it happens. happens. And then suddenly, so I'm about 20, 30 metres behind this bloke and I find myself just going, you know what, I've got to, I've got to beat him. <laughs> so, so I'm running and I'm, yeah. I'm making record time for me normally. Great. Get this, I, I get past the guy. Yeah. I overtake. It's a motivation And I need. keep going. And I'm going. I'm going, look at the, I'm bloody ripping through you. <laughs> this guy's got me going. Where's so, he going? So then I've done the lap and, yep. I, and I come back and I have a look and he's he's gone in the wind. He's, he'd be a few hundred metres behind me. I've gone. You would have felt so chuffed with you yourself. you got nothing. Yeah, I'm going hard. I've locked horns with him. We've gone head to head You've and won. I have defeated him. I got to the end of my run, realised I must have been that committed to the battle mm. that I forgot about my ability and almost vomited in the garden as soon as oh. I stopped because I was going so hard. No. So I guess I won the battle, but uh, he won the war on that one. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. JB, I am frustrated this morning. Oh, no. Nothing to do with Valentine's Day and haven't got a date yet before you ask. Okay. <laughs> not unsatisfied, might you say? Um, Frustrated. Yeah, okay. and... I'm right with you. I get what you say. <laughs> I want to talk about a betting company that's got themselves into hot water. Okay. Well, we're trying because there's a bajillion of them at the mm, moment, isn't there? Probably one of the most common ones, sports bet. Okay. I actually use sports bet. Yeah, so do I. I don't mind a bet from time to time. No, it is, it is. It can be healthy every now and then, but um, some of these betting companies, I think there is too many and I think there's a bit too much free reign at the moment. So what have they done to get themselves in trouble? I think they've taken this too far. So you know when you get an email from a marketing company, someone that wants to get your business again, like, yeah. oh, 10% off this weekend only. We miss you or please mm. sign up. Yeah, that sort of They're thing. They're a bit needy. They're yeah. like the person that's trying to get the date, but uh, they keep on popping up in your inbox yeah, or whatever. Stop being so desperate. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Just leave it alone, guys. Leave it alone, sports bet. But they have uh, gone to the trouble of essentially emailing people that have opted out of their emails. So they have clicked the unsubscribe from email marketing option. Okay. So someone who's been with sports bet... And they've been getting the emails before they've actually gone through the effort of hitting unsubscribe, going through the couple of steps. Yes. They're still emailing them. Yes. Is that allowed? That is not allowed. So legally on these emails, you have to have an option down the very bottom where you scroll down. Sometimes they have like a business address where the company's based. They'll have a little button that you can click on to unsubscribe. Yeah. What Sportsbet has done is between January 2020 and March 2021, they have sent... 150,000 spam emails and texts to almost 40,000 people that had tried to unsubscribe from Sportsbet's emails. Really? Yeah. And also, it was so successful that those people spent $1.2 million on bets that they wouldn't have otherwise spent. Oh, my God. So, um... Okay, so what happens here? Do those people get their money back? Uh, Mm. Have they been notified? Could it be me? So a regulator in this space um, has essentially come out and said that this is immoral and it's actually illegal. They have been fined not only $2.5 for spamming these customers, but they've also had to refund the $1.2 million to all the customers that otherwise wouldn't have made a bet. But it's... Betting culture is, I would say, huge in Australia. And if you think about people that 
I guess, are trying to get off the rat race and saying, you know, maybe I, I want to be a bit more mindful yeah. about this money that I'm spending. And at their most vulnerable point, they're getting hit with these messages saying, come back, I'll give you a good deal. Exactly. It's not right. What I would say is this, anyone who's having struggles with sports betting stuff, there's something called a bet limiter. I've got mindset. Okay, how does so, this work? So you say how much you are willing to spend per week. So whether that be 20 bucks, whether that be 100, whatever suits you, you can set that bet limiter. And so then you you can't bet any more than that. Is it if, locked in for a certain period of time or you can change it? It's locked it? in. So say I'm sitting there going, oh, I want to put a bet on. Oh, I've already spent my 50 bucks. Mm. If I go to change it, I have to wait a week. So oh. in that time, the bet would have been gone anyway. So I it like does that. work well. I have a thing that I think these sport bet companies should be doing. Yeah. And I think it's having a look at any person that signs up, looking at their finances. So I think what you should have to do to sign up to a betting agency is show what your income is, mm. show what your spending is, and then they should only be allowed, a limiter should be enforced of how much is probably viable for you to be able to lose. So essentially like a level of assessment. Yeah, exactly right. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Uh, Of course, one of the most famous Australians ever, Steve Irwin. Yes, what an absolute legend. An absolute icon, and uh, he was a lunatic, to be honest. (laughs) I know we try to only say nice things after someone's died, but he's a full-blown lunatic. He he went into the world that he was in with absolute heart. Oh, he loved it, and um, I think that's what inspired Aussies, and Americans absolutely loved him as well. But um, now the legacy is left down to his wife, Terry, and his kids, Bindi and Bob. Now, they're doing a great job. The amount of conservation they do, if you look into the figures how many animals they save and all this sort of stuff. It is pretty damn impressive what they do. And especially kids at a young age too. Like you could be interested in other things, but they've, you know, continued their legacy like you say. And to be, they're a little corny for mine sometimes how they carry (laughs) on, but um, still they seem like great kids. And Bob Irwin has recently been having a few struggles uh, in in, uh, regards to trying to raise a curlew who has some aggression problems. Um, He's been taking down like a daily blog, video blog. Uh, This is the first part of it. Well, g'day and welcome back to Robert and Emily's daily Daily vlog. Today, we're going to be talking about anger management issues. Now, this is something that Emily definitely needs to discuss. Uh, She's been having trouble for a while just in kind of controlling those emotions. It's okay. It's all right if you're angry, it's okay, but there's better ways to deal with it than to lash out, okay? Because I can, yeah, see, just like that. Um, Emily, we gotta, we gotta work this through, okay? Yeah, so Emily, the overly aggressive curly, just Bob, has, Bob, just Bob. doesn't want a bar of him, and it is the you can hear the whipping. Yeah, first Every, of all, you're calling the bird Emily. That's the first problem. That's a great name for a yeah, curly. But secondly, like you, you tell it's almost like she's on her period. She's got a few anger issues. She needs to work through. She is she is crazy. So all the flaps are her biting the heck out of him. But he's entered her into into like this anger management situation and. <laughs> And been working on it for a, a couple of weeks now. Um, and I've got the latest update to see has Emily's aggression improved. Oh, no. What are we up to now? Ow. I think four or five into uh, Emily the ow. Oh. <laughs> Emily, that really hurts. Emily, can you let go, please? Okay, so this is entry number out. Entry number five into <laughs> Emily the Curlew's anger management issues. Um, as you can see, we've taken a... We, we've taken a wrong turn. It started going downhill. We were making some pretty good 
steps. Um, but uh, okay, yep, yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> I want a refund on that program. Clash. Next story has caused. Ah, that's better. Bundy's feel good news. Isn't it nice to get a bit of a break from all that C-word news and just get some feel-good stuff that's happening right here in our backyard? Yeah, we've ticked off already this week. We've ticked off. All right, Paradise Dam. Mm. All right, um, COVID cases. Who cares anymore? Check-in uh, apps. Check-in apps. We've mm. done that. All right, now it's time for feel-good stuff. We've got Ange with us. Good morning. How you going, mate? Good morning, guys. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Feel-good news. What are we looking at this week? So the Premier was at the beautiful Monmouth yesterday to announce that Bundy has been chosen as one of the places listed for great tourism deals for a new national tourism campaign. Oh, okay. So Anastasia popped in with some good news for once. What is yeah, she thinking? Isn't that nice? Last time we seen her, she was upset because Jill still had Victorian uh, licence plates. Yeah. So, yeah, what does this exactly mean? Does the Queensland government give Bundy money so... Does it give Bundy, I'm assuming it gives Bundy tourism vendors money so then they can give massive discounts to people? Yeah, so so many tourism operators have had it tough from the impacts of COVID, um, including Monroe Poe, who had to cancel turtle tours during the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So this campaign will essentially be exactly what you said, JB, and will be aimed at strengthening and supporting our local tourism industry and injecting dollars back into that. So Bundy has always relied on international travellers as well and international borders will be open for travellers in 11 days' time. So the campaign was launched to uh, coincide with that. Cool. And there's some pretty cracking deals. Can you go through some of them? Yeah, definitely. So what is aimed at boosting our regional tourism economy? I think if locals can get in early, you can find deals for two-for-one tours at the Hinkler Hall of Aviation, kids being able to stay for free at selected Vergara accommodation. And if you're looking to go a little further south, uh, Fraser Island is offering $1 breakfast deals. $1 Uh, breakfast deals. Sounds tasty. What? Is it a buffet? I don't know. <laughs> can't even get a hash brown and Maccas for that. That's awesome. I know. 50 cent cones. They're just getting up there. Seriously, do have, guys. Do they have bacon? I hope so. Maybe some waffles. <laughs> do you know, know. Edge is vegetarian. Do you reckon so. they have an omelette station? <laughs> I hope so. I'm not sure. <laughs> Are waffles not vegetarian? Uh, I was thinking about the bacon, I guess. Yeah, you got stuck on that one. Yeah, yeah. I really it did. all sounds wonderful. If people want to check out the details and if they want to get these deals, where do they go? Um, so they can go on to Bundy Tourism, um, and then also the sales will be from Sunday. So okay. keep an eye out, and um, hopefully you can get one if you're a local and hoping to sort of cash in. Yeah, Sounds great. and if you're looking for some great info as well, go and see the team at the Visitor Information Centre on the back side uh, of the Bundy Tourism uh, Centre there. So good on you, Ange. We'll chat to you again next week. No worries. See you later. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Facebook ads, they sometimes get things very, very wrong, don't they, JB? Yeah, I get targeted for some weird stuff sometimes. Yes, um, you got like chicken pluckers for a bit, didn't I, you? I went through a wave where all the ads that popped up on my Facebook were all to do with chickens. There were chicken helmets. <laughs> there were chicken. There were signs that said chicken guard chicken on duty. There were... <laughs> There were chicken plucker machines. There was chickens themselves. And I don't, I don't know what rabbit hole you went down to get that. The only chicken I have any interest in buying is if it's Kentucky and Golden <laughs> Fried or it's in the Zach's Meats hot box. Well, I've got a bone to pick with Facebook and their latest sponsored post for me last night. Okay. And I don't know how, how you can be so cocky and you can 
uh, essentially make such a gamble about things that they think are happening in my personal life. But Facebook have done it. All right, what's happened? Up pop- popped a picture of a baby's ultrasound. Okay. And with it was the caption. We're looking for women in their third trimester to help train doctors to use ultrasound. You get a free sneak peek of your baby, pictures to take home, and you even get paid for your time. It only takes one hour. If you're interested, don't miss out. Register now. So they're doing ads for women in their third trimester. It's very specific. It is extremely specific. You reckon you'd be in the mood to be doing this sort of stuff if you're dealing with it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And I mean, Depending if I, how much they pay. Maybe it, you're bored. Maybe you've sorted everything and you're ready yeah. to go. The baby's taking its time. I don't know. Perhaps. It's Why very niche. Um, I just want to clear up right here and right now. I am not pregnant. No. Um, there's, there's no mystery there. Not in my third trimester. And From I guess some of the be... stuff I've seen, if Jules is pregnant, she is a horrible, horrible mother. So, <laughs> thank so, you, so I thank you so a... much. But no, um, there you go. You're and for welcome. those that I guess are trying to get pregnant as well, like wouldn't that be offensive? What like do you mean? they're seeing that, that maybe they're trying to conceive and they they get this ad. Like I'm not offended because I'm not trying. Oh, but... No, that's a, no. If people haven't, if people are going, oh no, because I, I'm trying to get pregnant, because plenty of people struggle to get pregnant. Plenty yeah. of people I love struggle to get pregnant. If they're still going to be at that, then. Yeah, they got their priorities a bit mixed up for mine. Yeah, I just suppose that Facebook are a little bit off this time, but maybe it was the fact that I bought a cot, a couple of uh, teethers, and a year's supply of nappies and last night. And have 200,000 photos of Billy, your baby niece, uh, in your recently viewed. Yep, it's that time of the week again. Dad Jokes with Ant-Man. Ant-Man is in the building. Oh, no. <laughs> You like that, Ant Man? Oh, it's fantastic. You got some new music <laughs> and you're in it. I like he's it. on holidays and he's still phoning in to give us some laughs or attempting to at least. Yeah, How's well, the holiday so far, Ant? Oh, it's great. I'm um, in a cabin in a rainforest in Montville. It's fantastic. Oh, how beautiful is Montville? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. A little slice it. of heaven. How many wineries have you been to? <laughs> oh, we only did the one. We've done. Cheese, though. Love yeah. the cheese. you got to do cheese. Yeah, I think I might have went to the same cheese place. Uh, there's the barrel in Montville, or is that Mulaney? I think it's Mulaney. Mulaney has its own barrel. The chicken wings there. <laughs> All right, we're not here to talk food. We're not here to talk holiday. We're here to talk dad jokes. If we like it, you get the drum. We hate it, you get crickets, and then we'll end with the challenger. What do you got, Ant-Man? Okay, so did you know that Vin Diesel only eats two meals a day? No. Breakfast and brick furious. <laughs> mm. I've heard it before. Where have you heard that before? <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> you don't hear it. Oh, you heard it on the internet. Okay. okay, yeah, cool. I liked it, Ant-Man. I can't take my dog uh, down to the pond anymore. Oh. Ducks keep attacking it because it's purebred. Oh, that was she like <laughs> <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, the dogs. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, she, right. she just had a visual of a purebred dog getting bit by ducks and for some reason entertained it. Uh, that was funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, what do we got? Okay, so how many stormtroopers does it take to change a light bulb? How oh. many? None. They all prefer the dark side. <laughs> That's a nerd joke. Fire. That's a nerd joke, but that is a good <laughs> one. All right, we'll go one more before you face the challenger. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the, the man who invented the taser? He's died recently. Oh, no. Oh, no. Friends shock. and family were stunned. <laughs>
I thought you were going to say it was a big shock to the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's good. All right, Ant-Man. Time for the challenger. We bring you the dad joke, and being the knower of all dad jokes, usually you have the punchline, right? Uh, well, I'll try. All right, what do we got? Ant-Man, what do you call a man without a body and a nose? Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Oh, you got it. He's <laughs> it. Well he done, Ant Man. Love your work, and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy, or subscribe here to get all the best bits.